watching, I was, I have to tell you this. I got so excited and I have saved this for like five days just so I could tell you on the podcast. Okay. Do you remember in 2005, we did the Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving halftime show with Cheryl Crow? Yeah. Mom was so excited because Lance Armstrong was there. Yeah. And he was like sitting right behind me and I missed it. And they Mm -hmm. told me later, they're like, you know, you were like 10 feet from Lance Armstrong. And I was like, what? He's still an American hero and that'll never change. So... (laughs) I Sorry, have go learned, ahead. It's different. Now. I have learned that we performed on that football field at the same time with then Dallas Cowboy cheerleader and current Real Housewife of Dallas, Brandy Redmond. Dagny, Wait, she was perform- a cheerleader? Yeah, she was Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. And I, I just got curious and I mm-hmm. looked up the dates she was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. She was. And then I straight up went and looked, I rewatched the, uh, the halftime show to try and spot her <laughs> not to spot me or you but no. to like look for this real housewife somewhere flipping her hair with her pom-poms but uh yeah she's the redhead she's the redhead on the real housewives of dallas oh the one God. who does like the baby talk and the one who she's i mean i don't need to get into brandy but she's um she's a, a character for sure wow I feel like you're able to twist anything to be back related to housewives. It's like seven degrees from Kevin Bacon, but you're like, I can take one thing and somehow get to housewives. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Okay, well, let's introduce the show. Sure. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening and good night. Welcome to the Poptimist. I'm your host, Billy. And hey, who's that? Dagny. Oh my God. I love that you're never prepared for it. That's my other host, Dagny. She's also my sister. That's kind of the gimmick of the show. Uh, Poptimist is a real Housewives. I did it again. That was literally an accident. This is the problem. If I talk about Housewives at the top of the show, then I do an intro for another show, and it is not intentional. I need you to understand that it just comes out. The Poptimist is a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. Uh, We like to like things, and we like to talk about why we like things, uh, and we specifically like to talk about things that other people like that maybe the general population don't like. So that's Mm -hmm. fun. Yes. Right? Um, cool. Do you want to jump right into, I can talk about what I've watched Actually, this week, or if you want to go I ahead. do. I think you can do that, but I wanted to start this episode off very quickly by yes. thanking everyone for listening. Yeah. And by saying, hey, if you've listened to this show and you like it, and honestly, we've had like consistent listeners from the very first episode, and that's very cool. And it's um, not just family, way, it's also strangers. It's not, right? It's like actual people who like, I get messages and they're like, hey, the episode was fun, and I'm blown away every single time. Um... The, the best way we can grow our audience is with ratings and reviews. So if you're like listening on Apple podcast, if you could please just like give us a five-star rating. Thank you. And then like a little blurb, even if it's just a sentence that's like, wow, Dagny is so funny and Billy talks a lot. Um, that's that's a review. I'll take it. Because the more reviews we have, the higher up um, uh, the show is. So people who don't know us personally can find it, which has started to happen, but I want it to happen more. <laughs> yep. I love that. Um, um, and cool. shout out to our 24 listeners in India. That's not a joke. <laughs> yeah. That's real. Um, I'm, I love you. Uh, love feel free that. to email us at poptimistpod at gmail.com. Tell us how you found the show. What's going on in India? I hope you're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so just because I talk about Animal Crossing almost every time, I just have to tell you, waiting yeah. to start this episode today, uh, I got kind of bored just because I was... I dedicated three hours this morning to hunt for a new villager. And then the first mystery island I went to, I found someone perfect. And I was like, well, now I sit around and wait for a long time. That's not what I wanted to talk about, but I just wanted to tell you, you what wait? I did this morning. 
wait until we got until we started recording. But I woke up at like nine a.m. Oh. to <laughs> spend time and find the perfect villager. Anybody listening to this that knows what I'm talking about gets it. You don't. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I just fair. I woke up extra early to do that. But uh, I wanted to talk about two things today before we cool. uh, bring in our guest. Um, really quickly, they're both very nostalgic things. Um, first, okay. I think only you will uh, remember this. Um, so I decided to start a new craft project. And since we need to talk about books more often, I want to talk about a children's book that's terrifying. Um, it's okay. how Billy and I might have learned the alphabet. It's called oh, <laughs> The Ghastly Grown Tinies by Edward Gorey. If you haven't read this book, um, don't read it to your children unless they're really more. Read it to your children. Our parents read it. read it to us. So it's great. So it, I don't want to spoil, <laughs> spoil it, but you should look at it. I up. mean, it's, it's pretty $9. famous. It's been around for like a hundred years, Dagny. It's like I old. know. And it's it's real spooky. I went back and read it and realized that it was kind of uh, very twisted. Dagny, give a, us the a, first give us the first three letters. Give us the first three letters of the alphabet. One second. This it's book teaches right children the alphabet. Um, oh, she walked away. I didn't. Well, she literally was holding the book. Uh, oh, what is she doing? Okay, for the listeners at home, she's out of her chair. She's on the ground. She's here's the picking thing. up it's, like a. It's a craft project. I cut the pages out, uh, so it's on a oh, canvas. Oh, it's um, on a so canvas. The, I love that. The first that. one, the best part of this book is the art, but the first is A is for Amy who fell down the stairs. B is for Basil assaulted by bears. C is for Clara who wasted away. D is for Desmond thrown out of a sleigh, and it just keeps going. <laughs> My favorite. It's one a it's is, a, a twenty six uh, different ways mm-hmm. um, that children have died gruesomely. My favorite in a one, little cartoon. Just because our guest looks uh, horrified, we'll talk about it when you get in here. But K is for Kate who was struck by an axe. This is my favorite. That one, one traumatized me as a kid. Yeah, that's a violent. That's violent. Anyway, I but he's a cartoonist from like the eight, the Victorian era. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember how old he is. The the cartoonist who did this, but I is it the eighteen hundreds? Is it the turn of the century? It's like nineteen eleven. I don't I know. No I gotta look up Edward Gorey, but the, I was reminded I, of it recently, Gorey. and I moved to a new apartment, and I decided I wanted to make some art out of it. Uh, but just wanted to give you a blast from the past with that, Billy. I love it. Um, I want a copy. Then, I want you to make a second. I want you to make a second canvas and give it to me. Well, the reason I'm making it is I looked online for art from it, like a print to frame, and I didn't like anything. And then I found that the book was $9 on Amazon. So I just ordered it and Dope. I was like, I'll make some sort of collage. Very cool. Um, and then just the the movie that, if you haven't seen it, shame on you, uh, recently added to Disney Plus, Rodgers and Hammerstein, Cinderella. Um, so uh, the um, day it came This back is insane out, because we, we watched it yesterday. <laughs> did you really? I just wanted to Yes, and you're bring almost it, correct. Yeah. It is Rogers and Hammerstein's and Whitney Houston's Cinderella. <laughs> Featuring that is Brandy. The correct way. I'm just kidding. Brandy's also incredible. But John. No, my well, no, Whitney, I Whitney, I just didn't realize it as a kid. Whitney's uh, an, the executive producer. That's why yeah. it's Whitney Houston and Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella with Brandy. Oh. Oh my God. Uh, it, that's also, how I say it. I didn't realize. First of all, the movie's not as long as I remembered. For some reason, I thought it was much longer, but it moves really fast. Um, very short. Yeah, and Whitney Houston is maybe in 15 minutes of it, if I'm being generous. She's not in the movie very much and steals it. But John, my boyfriend, has never watched this movie before. So we watched it over Ooh. Valentine's Day weekend. One, a couple things he pointed out. Jason Alexander's accent, where is it from? <laughs> it's all over the place. Bananas. But it's it, so He's weird. also playing gay, which I don't think I caught when I was younger. But he's definitely playing that character yeah. as gay, and it's great. 
Yeah, so that was one thing he pointed out. Also, uh, he and I both agree, we miss the days of movie musicals that it still looks like a stage musical, but it's not like like Hamilton where it is, but like the sets look like it's a stage and it's, I want some more of those because it's fun. It's really fun to see that where it doesn't, it's not set in realism. You're still like out and then the dance, it still feels like a musical, you know? Sorry, what were you going to say? Did you catch who the head choreographer and dance stager was in the opening credits? It's Rob Marshall, who went on to direct Chicago Into the Woods. Oh, shit. (laughs) He he did all of the choreography and staging for the dance numbers in that. Uh, The ballroom Which honestly- is gorgeous. So good. Also, the costume the costume design is maybe the greatest costume design ever put on film. And I say that wholeheartedly. The dresses it's that are ugly so are pretty. glamorous. The dresses that are glamorous are shockingly beautiful. It's, the stepsisters? I remember them supposed to, like, their costumes, they were supposed to be ghastly and, like, these are the ugliest things. Some of them are, I would wear. <laughs> uh, everything colors. Bernadette wears is amazing. Yes. In, in the one of the very last scenes, uh, well, Whoopi always looks amazing. And then Victor Garber shows up in this hot pink suit at the mm-hmm. end. It's like electric pink, like a tuxedo that's electric pink. And I was like, give yeah. it to me. I want it. I need it. Um, Whoopi's squeak is still iconic. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Well, um, also, then, I didn't realize oh, they sorry, gave her ahead. more to, they gave her some of the King's lines. Mm-hmm. Like they give her some of the King's lines and some of the King's music. Cause it's like, well, Whoopi's here. Just like give her more. <laughs> yeah. The cast is insane. The Prince is just as hot as, as I remembered as a kid. Correct. Um, and you sent me that TikTok of Brandy getting into the Cinderella makeup and she is ageless. She hasn't changed. She looks just yeah. like she did in the movie. Uh, um, I love anyway, her. I just had a last week was nostalgic and I was like, I haven't really watched anything super new, but the world needs to be reminded of this and remember how incredible it is. And if you've never seen yeah. it, it's a sin. You should need, you should go watch it now. Find a way. Um, anyway, so so I talked it's for a so long campy. time. Billy, I, give I don't us blame one. you. Yeah. Give us your thing. Oh, I'll be pretty quick. This is a recommendation, but um, uh, we have been watching the Netflix competition show Blown Away, which is the the glass blowing show, oh, which honestly, I haven't I, heard of uh, it. it's only, oh yeah, it's literally, I mean, it's like Project Runway, blah, 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 but it's glass blowing. Um, okay. And honestly, my only complaint is that the the middle of the episode, which is all of them actually making the glass, Mm-hmm. I would make that whole section 30 minutes longer and just fill it with more slow-mo shots of like molten glass being like poured <laughs> or blow. Just like I want to watch the I want to watch the bubble. I want to watch and then things break. But also it's um it's good. It's just well done. The episodes are only 30 <laughs> minutes each. I mean, we blazed through both seasons very quickly. Um and I think I like it a little bit extra because in season 1, um I picked a favorite like in the first two episodes and that mm-hmm. person went on to win and I was very pleased. I was rooting <gasps> for them. That's always satisfying. Um, and there's, it's cool because they, they focus on like the artistry of it and then they, they'll they make them, they'll just like trick them one week and be like, you have to make a cup. Fuck you. Like make a cup that works <laughs> that people would want in their house. And it's like, oh, you don't want a sculpture? We've been making like glass artwork this whole time. And it's like, no, I need a bowl that is you as an artist, but it's also a functional bowl. And then someone's always like, I made like, mountains and you're like no just make a bowl but it's great (laughs) um it's really easy to watch and um uh the winner of the first season uh has a few artistic statements and then a few like sassy clapbacks that i think should be iconic so check it out (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay um all right well yeah everybody blow up blow what is it called (laughs) okay so actually give me 30 more seconds it's called blown (laughs) away and they never make enough jokes they never make enough jokes, but also, Danny, you know what the thing is called that they put that they put the hot glass in to heat it up more? 
No, I'm scared it's going to be sexual. It's a glory hole, and they never make this joke. They never... There was one contestant oh, in season no. two who made, like, one who was like, it was like, oh, and the glory holes are hot, and was just like... And they, like, cut away from it. It's like the editors don't want them to be able to make that joke. <laughs> but it's like, you're like, yeah, we walk into the room filled with glory holes, and you're like, just do it. Just make the oh, damn no. joke. Um, and then, yeah, the show's like, uh, oh. they're like, you didn't... Oh, and then, and then to make it worse, if you mm-hmm. lose, you didn't blow us away. But the winner each week is the best in blow, which is horrible. <laughs> if you're not going to let them make the glory hole joke don't call the winner best in blow okay i'm just this is very important from a writing (laughs) standpoint get rupaul's writers on this i'm saying rupaul would have a field or just let rupaul like guest judge once the pun he's like "Mm, them glory holes oh punty (laughs) me in the glory hole the punty is the stick they put the glass on. oh no um um, I know a lot about glass blowing now. I kind of want to get into it. I think that'll be my new hobby when things open up. I'm going to go find a hot shop, get my own There's, glory hole, yeah. and make some pieces. Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to cut you off. I think it's time to bring in our guest. That was a lot. Sorry, I broke, I broke myself. <laughs> okay, Please. so our She's guest... She's so patient. She's so I know. patient. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give you an introduction because you deserve it. You've also sat there patiently, which I appreciate. So our guest today, she's hilarious. She's gorgeous. She's, I wanted to make sure the world knew this, a charcuterie board professional. They're gorgeous. They're incredible. They're a gift to my Instagram story feed. Anyway, everybody, it's Jasmine Stith. Hello, Jasmine. <laughs> Hello. Also, did I say charcuterie wrong? I felt I got so no. You're right. 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 Charcuterie. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> that is just... my favorite thing. The other the other day, my boyfriend was texting, and then out of nowhere, he just put his phone to his mouth and goes charcuterie. I was like, <laughs> I, need, I need to Google to spell it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, well, wow. like all the di- different variations, like charcuterie. Yeah, that's why I keep messing thing. it up. I love that my one. roommates call it that, and so I was like, "How do I actually say?" Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, they're really they're better and better every time I see them. Oh they're god. so pretty. Thank you. Anyway, Thank how you are so you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How about you guys? Oh, pretty you know. good. Pretty yeah, good. Just keeping it real ish. Living in the in yeah. the pandemonium. Pando, pandemonium. Pandemonium. I was pandora. trying to say the panorama and pandemonium at the same time, and it didn't Honestly, come out right. It's all the same. Let's be real. Just like day to day, all the same. Good times. Pandas in general are just like triggering now. The <laughs> prefix is the same. Oh, yeah. poor pandas. They don't deserve that. They deserve they to be associated with it. Um, okay, well, I kind of want to just jump into it. You, Billy and I talked for a, quite a oh, while. Um, so, first don't of all, apologize take for a deep breath, stack, Jasmine. Really. Take a deep breath. There's no need to be nervous today. Everybody, take a nice... <laughs> I'm constantly nervous. <laughs> no, you're going to be it's great. Um, you really... And any any future guests, you can't go wrong on this show. Billy and I are able to talk about anything. So everybody, Correct. if you ever want to be on the show, don't be scared. It's going to be great. So Jasmine, what did you bring in for us today? <laughs> I said that really intensely. What um, What okay. did you bring in for us? <laughs> what are you going to bring? <laughs> hey, girl, what are you bring in first today? <laughs> um, no. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I So I tweet about it constantly mm-hmm. um this has been like one of my favorite movies for like so long it's a disney channel original movie I'm actually it's very <laughs> it's i guess you wouldn't con- 
consider a Disney Channel original movie. It's still a part of like the wonderful world of Disney. So very similar to um, what you guys were just talking about before with um, um, Cinderella, mm-hmm. um, the new or like the better version. Let's be real. It's a <laughs> I mean, take that, Julie Andrews. It's so good. <laughs> and Whitney, also, I want to say like Whitney Houston. I'm pretty sure she uh, executive produced. Um, uh, Princess Diaries as well. I she did. Um, yeah, her and Shonda Rhimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Well, Shonda Rhimes wrote it. Yeah. She so and I was like, Whitney killed it. She was yeah. Shot such a showstopper. But um. Anyways, <laughs> I just so, I learned so much just then. I had no idea. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. No, she's so great. Um. But the movie that I wanted to talk about um, mm-hmm. is called My Date with the President's Daughter. <gasps> Have you guys seen it? <laughs> I remember watching yes. it. I honestly, I don't remember a ton about it. I know that I loved it. I And I watched oh, it anytime it came good. on, but I never like, I mean, immediately... bought it, you know? or But yeah. it, when yeah. it came on, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. Immediately, I remember the cast, and I can't stop it. My brain immediately just goes, "My date with the president's daughter." My date with the president's daughter. That was like they had a single. The song was iconic. Yes, I just—it's such a good jingle, and I never get it in my head. And like once Disney Plus like was announced, I was like, the first thing I thought of was my date with the president's daughter. But have they put it on there yet? Absolutely not. And it's driving me nuts. I've been keeping a log of how many days it's been since Disney Plus has come out. I haven't (laughs) updated it today, but we're definitely past four hundred. Um, and I just do not understand because it's just so good. And at this point if we have like a wonderful world of disney movie on disney plus why can't we just put them all on there yeah because it just doesn't make sense to me and well this is also um no sorry go ahead i'm so sorry no no i was no you can go continue (laughs) so i just i was pulling up just little deets about it and it's listed on imdb as season one episode 20 of the wonderful world of disney it's not like listed Mm. as its own movie movie yeah oh because i i guess because it was like that whole like era of disney where they like did all these like there's an annie movie that's considered um wonderful world World of disney and that's with like Mm -hmm. kathy bates kristen chenoweth alan cumming i'm pretty sure tim is tim no alan cumming isn't it tim curry's in another one um and it's it's just like i don't understand why these movies aren't getting put on because they're just so good and my date with the president's daughter is one of my favorites and i just i need to discuss it guys yeah our our age of uh disney channel original movies didn't have the right to be as good as they were uh, like Billy, I remember Love the Thirteenth Year. On I haven't gone back and it watched it gay. recently, oh, but it made me yeah. gay. That's that's official <laughs> canon. Like Phantom of the so Megaplex. 13. Phantom of the Megaplex was dope. They're such good movies. Brink was Brink. good. Yeah, they were. Uh, where he like completely cheats with that shortcut at the end, but the other racer yeah. is such a bully. They, they don't care. Happen. They're like he wins. He wins with the shortcut because fuck you, like, other oh, guy. Shouldn't, but uh, okay. Yeah. Oh wow! I mean, oh, I just, I, the third, yeah. the thirteenth year. You know, thirteen-year-old boy discovers he's got electric electricity powers, and he's turning into a mermaid. Um, it's the greatest movie ever made by it's people. It's, it's, I just wanted to be a mermaid. Yeah, it made mermaid. me like, go go on my swim team and like join the swim team, but I was bad, um, <laughs> so I didn't join it. 
Um, movies really I would be like this scenes, middle school honestly. has a swim team that was the big thing was this... I was like how do they even do that I thought I was it was like, in high school bro. yeah okay. I was like is this is this Olympic sized pool in the middle school <laughs> middle school like what my middle school was the size of like my apartment here so I don't understand <laughs> how they could yeah. do that oh my god okay well I want to yeah. know um, yeah. sorry I was just going to say, Jonathan, no, can yeah, you break it. down um, my date with the president's daughter? And then I want to know why you love it. Okay. So my date with the president's daughter. Oh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Will Friedel, that's his, I think that's how you say his last name. Will Friedel I think so. from Boy Meets World. Um, he plays Eric, the older brother. And mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. also is in Kim Possible. We know that. We love that. He yes. is... He was truly, I think back then, like during that time, he was like, okay, we're going to put this guy, this funny guy in everything. Like he was literally the yes. funny guy for Disney Channel at that time. So we're like, okay, he needs his I own also, show. Okay. Oh, I was no, going to no, say, yeah. it's also kind of like, they were like, and this man is an adult, but he can still play like 17. So we don't have to do <laughs> yeah. these child labor laws. Yeah. It's we like, a, like you're working a full 12 hours. <laughs> yep like keep it coming boy uh it's like uh jason um what's his name from like hannah montana that guy who's literally 30 playing like a 17 year old um yeah like doesn't make when sense the show started. Happened. yeah when the show started oh my god uh, um so will friedel his character he's like pretty like nerdy and like super like he's like everyone picks on him all the time and he's like really into like close-up magic which i think that's what really drew me in i'm not gonna lie i <laughs> love the close-up magic because i'm just like how do you yes. do that um and so he <laughs> they, so like they're hanging out this mall um and it's like such a weird error for that time as well because like hanging out at a mall was such a normal thing to do like the mall rats like i remember mm-hmm. being dropped off as a kid to go to the mall and just hang out there and literally hang in a food court and do nothing except like yes. talk with your friends and i don't know why we did that as like children but it was such a thing and you know what it made me who i am today um <laughs> but yeah he like meets this girl like in like some clothing store talking to his friends before them and they're like talking about the prom or not the prom they're like literally what 15 i don't know uh, they don't do prom yet but it's just a school dance the soccer um <laughs> the soccer yeah um literally like just some school dance and like they're his friends are also low-key super bullies to him like they aren't nice to him. <laughs> But he just sticks with them through whatever. And they're like, you can't get a date to this dance. And he's like, what? Watch me. And randomly meets this girl in, like, um, the mall in this clothing store. And she's, like, super cool, super cute. But before yeah. that, I forgot to mention, she is none other than the president of the United States daughter. Because they're in D.C. Um, but Holy also, I'd like shit. to... <laughs> I'd like to point out. Oh no! Um, I was just say I like to point out that uh, the president's uh, the president, the guy who plays the president. His name is Dabney Coleman, and I was like, oh wow, this is also fitting because I'm going on my friend's Dagny her show. Wow. Wait, is that the actor's name or the character? Yeah, Dabney Dabney Coleman is his actual name, the actor's name. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty cool. What is cool. he doing now? It does have an E. It does have an E in it, Dagny, just yeah, to make you... E. 
I don't know what huh. he does now. I there's de- he's been in other stuff, but I just don't remember exactly like what they were. Uh, oh, like what um, he's he's uh he's the boss in Nine to Five. He's in oh, Dolly Parton's oh. Nine to Five. He's there. Okay, yeah. He's the boss that, that they're trying. They're like, hey, you piece of shit. Um, yeah, he's in On Golden him. Pond. He's in You've Got Mail. Ooh, you got that's the one. That's yeah. what I know him from before then. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay, so, um, yeah, so her dad is Dabby Coleman, and mm-hmm. I'm. I think he was low key a Republican. Um, I liked. <laughs> Like, they were just like, I don't know, it just made sense that he was a Republican because um, Will Friedel's character's dad is not a fan of him. And he seemed very like, oh, I'm a Democrat for sure. Um, and it's just like, <laughs> they don't like each other. But um, yeah, so she's like, I just want to be like this like normal girl. I don't want to be the president's like daughter constantly. I want to have this normal life, like hang out with friends, like go to the mall and like go to dances and things like that. So she's at the Mm -hmm. mall basically trying to escape from her like, like permanent bodyguards that are like with her all the time just like get away from them to have like her own like time to herself and that's when she runs into will friedel's character character um also my roommate this is, is the only scene i remember <laughs> yeah oh the, <laughs> the, the meet cute <laughs> the meet cute that they have i remember the meet cute because i remember i just remember going like you live in dc you know who this girl is like yeah, there's like, no how way you, know? you don't immediately go like because she's your oh my god especially. memory because because doesn't she say it's the big White House on the right? You can't miss it or yeah. something like that. That, that he's like me okay. so much when he didn't know the actual address. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like you live in Washington D.C. and you are like in high school. Like you're pretty. Like you should be. Like he's smart, right? He's like a nerd. I mean, I don't know. It could be. But like, I just don't understand how you never knew like the White House like address. Like I sixteen hundred. Yeah, she, she says sixteen hundred yeah. Pennsylvania Avenue, and he's like, Avenue. okay, I'll remember. <laughs> like, have you ever played Monopoly? Like, come on, I just don't understand. Um, um it just can I just blew say me away. Little, oh, sorry. Just the the one thing that I vividly remember from this movie is the skimpiest like pink velvet. <gasps> dress that i love i'm remembering like, it i want it yes. it was so cute uh and that okay, she wears that, that later in the movie right everything. did billy billy yes that? oh my god there it's she like, is. yeah it's like a pink velvet yeah, she almost like a spaghetti it, strap right mm-hmm. yeah I think it's you can, cute like, buy it off of like depop or like some like like i don't know probably like ebay or something like that but it's like so oh this expensive. this little thing <laughs> this is a thing. disney channel original <laughs> Oh my god. And um yeah, so she buys that dress and mm-hmm. it's like everything. That dress is literally I think what made the movie so big, not gonna <laughs> lie. Like that and the song. That's what <laughs> stole the show. Um Yeah. But yes. she so she meets him and she's like trying to hide from these like secret service people. Um and during all of that uh will free i literally forget his oh duncan that's his name in the movie uh is duncan um gotcha. he's trying to like name they can <laughs> duncan. <laughs> um so he's trying to like talk to her and say like hey so like um like i do close-up magic but like i'm also got this like 
you know middle school or like high school dance that you can come to if you want um and she's like yeah yeah sure whatever um cool cool actually that's actually what i wanted because i want to just be a normal normal girl and um she makes Mm -hmm. plans and like they have like a set time to go meet or like he's gonna meet her at the white house and pick her up for their date night um and in the mix of all that you meet like his family um you realize that for sure his dad is a um democrat and for sure that her dad um like the girl's dad Haley is her name um she like he's a republican there's no lie the way they act in that white house it just seemed very conservative and it's a very conservative household yeah because the pink dress is scandalous yeah and like oh fun fact about that she didn't want to the actress did not want to wear that dress because it thought she thought it looked too like hookerish um but they like basically talk no, it's iconic it. <laughs> and i'm like okay but like it's a very good dress would wear like that bright pink of a uh like also i don't like the word hooker um but i don't think they, w- they would wear like that fair enough dress. like it's i don't know it's like too like ah and not like i don't know sex appealing i don't know i don't really know but can i say <laughs> um, that that dress i remember that dress more than the actress from that movie is that mean to say like, no, I can't really picture her. Like she was, was blonde, her right? Only big movie. Yeah, she was blonde. She was like yeah. in one episode of Boy Meets World, and that's all I really know. Oh, crossover. From. A think, crossover episode. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, anyways. Um, and during meeting uh duncan's family you learn about how his dad's just trying to get this promotion which is very much like a like a common thing to put in a disney channel movie um the dad's trying to get a promotion and he has like a dinner party that night that he's supposed to have a date with his um like with Haley, the president's daughter and Mm -hmm. um he basically is like hey dad i have a date tonight like this is like my big time to shine can i use your company car because it's like a really nice red bmw and i'm thinking in my head the whole time Mm. wait why would you think it's okay to use your dad's company car to go on this date like (laughs) i don't know if i would ever do that just because like, I don't want to mess this up for my dad. Like, this seems like it's his whole life. And it, it seemed like it was his whole life in the movie. Like, he truly just didn't really care about yes. his kids. Um, but he <laughs> just was like, <laughs> he was like, dad, like, I really want to just like take, like, show, show, like, show her, like, that I'm like this really cool kid and not like a nerd. Like, I just need this car. And he's like, absolutely not. I don't know why you would think I would let you do that. Um, But he decides to go against what his dad says and takes the car um, and arrives to the White House. High school hijinks. Yeah, classic. Um, arrives Arrives to the White House and he's like, oh, the White House? And I'm like, boy. How did you not know? We all know the White House address. You know what the White... Like, you were turning... Like, you were literally... Like, everyone knows the way to the White House when you're in, like, D.C. Like, it's just, like... I just... Yes. It really just made me so all annoyed that you didn't know. It. It's, it, there's signs <laughs> I just imagine... He turns down Pennsylvania Avenue and he's like, maybe it's an apartment building? Like, <laughs> what is he expecting? Like, because White he doesn't... House? It doesn't hit him until he's in front... And I also think he is he on a street that doesn't exist, or is it is he really on the street I, where you can like drive near? 
I don't know. Yeah, because I feel like leading up to the White House, there's definitely like more security and precaution before you get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love like, I love fake roads next to the White House yeah. or next to the Capitol in movies. Like at the, this is completely I think it unrelated. Was definitely like some random road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at the end of Contact, weird reference. Jodie Foster <laughs> and Matthew McConaughey walk out of the Capitol building and just like immediately step into a car. Like it's just like pulled up next to it, and it's like this road <laughs> does not exist. Happen. This is never yeah. never would happen. Yeah, <laughs> Hollywood baby. Um, and also another fun fact, when he's arriving at the gates, the security guy is Ron Reagan, which is Ronald Reagan's, like, younger son, who, like, plays that's like, cool. the character in this movie. That's I don't hilarious. know why, like, he's doing this. <laughs> like, I didn't know that he wanted to also, like, there to be an actor. Like, I, good for him. Yeah, um, that's fun. he is the, like, that's, he only has, like, one line. He's like, who are you here to see? And then it's like, oh, Haley, whatever her last name is. Like, he's like, the president's daughter. He's like, the the, the president's daughter? That's the president's, <laughs> yes, the president's daughter. <laughs> who else is she, the vice president's daughter? No, the president's daughter. <laughs> oh, my God. And so oh they um, meet up there. Um, they're at the, like, he's, like, coming in, getting, like, all the screenings, like, metal detector, whatever, and then she walks down, not wearing the pink dress yet, just some, like, nice gray, like, dress suit thing, because she wants to, like, and, like, make sure her parents aren't, like, what are you doing today? Um, mm-hmm. And, like, she meets the president, and it's that classic, like, like, be home by this time. And there's, like, restrictions (laughs) on, like, where they can go. They can't really do much except for, like, go to the movies and, like, have dinner. So he's, like, told, like, she's told no one about this high school dance. I don't know why, because, like, it's just a high school dance. Like, I don't really get it. Um, Just say you're going and let that be Send one security guard and just go. (laughs) Call it a day. But I guess that's where the whole, like, she's... She's like, I want to be this wild child comes from. She's like, I'm not going to tell them anything. It's just a dinner and a movie. And that's that. And then we're going to go crazy later. Um, But they leave (laughs) and (laughs) they leave and they have like the two secret or the bodyguards uh, secret service come with them. And it's just like, oh, they're at dinner. They're watching a movie and whatever. But at the movie theater, um, she's like, hey, we should like ditch. And he's like, oh, is yes. that a good idea? And she's like, who cares? Like, <laughs> he's stopping us. And he's like, um, how are we going to do that? And they fake kiss. It's like really sexual for a Disney movie. She like literally goes in the hand on the head and then like just pulls him down. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is for kids. What are you doing? <laughs> um, and they like scurry out on the nasty movie theater ground with the butter and popcorn and all those nasty feet from people just clamping around and crawl out and somehow the secret service doesn't notice even though they're literally right in back of them um and they those are the uh, the same secret service people who were working on the capitol on january 6th just completely (laughs) probably the exact ones (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) Um, but yeah that was just ridiculous. Let's be real. Um, anyways, <laughs> so they leave the movie theater and then they like go to this like club, I think, first. Um, and they meet this guy that is like a bully to um Duncan, and he's like trying to flirt with Haley. And no, no, no. Den- 
like Duncan's like this is my girl like what are you doing and he's like back off little boy go do your close-up magic for as a as a trick and I'm like whoa this is like kind of a really mean guy poor Duncan um and he so she's like and it's also she was very hmm, problematic to me in this movie just because she (laughs) was on a date with this guy but like was easily swayed by any person that was like like oh i'm like really cool like coming out with me and she would just like leave to go with them and i'm like what's wrong with you um this person asked you out she's like i just need to get out of the white house (laughs) she's like anything just give me anything um and i'm like oh my god um but she like gets changed into like the really awesome cute dress that we all know and love and also make sure that um like duncan has like a really cool outfit it's like one of those classic like 70s like leather jackets that you see nowadays like it's coming back in the play yes um that he wears and it's like brown which is like kind of gross but it like works on him um and his really long um uh, <laughs> hair that i love so much um and uh his they, hair like, was looked, long i looked up a picture it was now. really long, long. <laughs> and he's like and it looks they look like fire they were like <laughs> i mean they weren't but they reminded me like the jay-z and beyonce of their time <laughs> um, yes. Was yes pure beautiful um and so they like go out to i have a question and, oh yes mm-hmm. so the end game is is to get to the school dance right yes how late was this and dance? We- yeah, we've done we've done dinner and a movie, and now they're at a club. When does the school dance start? Is it a one a.m. secret? <laughs> I had the same question. <laughs> so I also had this question when I was watching this movie, just because it really like it just didn't make sense. Like I was like, the night is really young. Um, I guess if they're starting, but I'm thinking like, oh, maybe it's like winter because the mm-hmm. winter like it's like uh, darker earlier. But no, she's wearing that like dress and it's like pretty like it shows a lot of skin and Mm -hmm. it didn't seem like it was like cold out like i know the east coast and it was not winter there so i'm guessing i think (laughs) they said that the um dance was probably at like eight or something like that so they probably had to have started like 6 p.m like as the start time because i feel like easily maybe four even four (laughs) they're like wasn't it dark when they left the white house Yes, it was. Yeah, it was, he gets to the White House after dark. Pretty much. Yeah, it's dark the whole time. It's, it's, and it's like that debate online right now about Gilmore Girls mornings, where they're like, "How in Gilmore Girls can they wake up, get ready for school, go to Luke's, have a full <laughs> breakfast and coffee, in time for Rory to catch a bus to get a thirty-minute ride to get to her school?" <laughs> they're like, "How early are they waking well, up?" They wake up at four a.m. That's yeah. insane. They have That's, to wake up at four a.m. Yeah, There's it's no the same thing you where you're like, this timeline doesn't work, but suspension of disbelief, we're here to watch sense. the date with the president's daughter and be on board for the whole thing. We can't well, look into okay. it too much. <laughs> like, this is no, like, spoiler for the end, but, like, at the end Spoil of the movie... <laughs> I mean, it's been out for, like, literally over 20 years at this point. Uh, But at the end, like, it's 
it's still like it's a uh, dawn it's like literally the sun is coming up and i was like how have you been awake this whole time and like doing things and like it just doesn't make sense so i think like someone was not doing the whole continuity thing with like time well at all right. during this production it didn't no. make any sense um it's actually some really clever dark knight rises s time <laughs> editing make it convincing why did yeah. they leave wall street the gotham wall street and it's already sunset don't think about it too much. The editing was great. You didn't even notice it the first time. <laughs> it's like, don't think about it too much. We've got, like, yep. them going to a freaking uh, dive bar with, like, um, motorcycle people. Like, what do you A motorcycle <laughs> gang, not motorcycle people. Um, like, a motorcycle <laughs> gang. And that's where, like, um, Duncan is, like, using his close-up magic to get out of this crazy situation they've been put in. It, it truly is kind of just an insane movie that just has a little bit of everything like those like sprinkles of like those like classic tropes in like i guess like uh uh what's the word like rom-coms well yeah rom-com but it's like a a slapstick comedy oh yes classic classic like hijinks stuff um but during all of this even at like even they don't literally go to the dance until the very end of the movie um (laughs) and i'm just wondering how what time it is like is it the end of the dance like it doesn't make sense it's it's 11 p.m and like as soon as they get there they're like all right guys 30 minutes like this is our last dance everybody (laughs) i think the latest our school dance like i had one school dance that went till midnight one you know like i think it was maybe just prom middle school or high school though yeah prom high school Okay. Yeah. Middle school dances they are maybe in. like 10 p.m. Probably more like nine. Mm, these dances had to have started at like six. I think sometimes <laughs> even these dances started like right after school. Like you didn't really need to go home yet. They were, they were so, like, wait an hour were and we're gonna start. Dances ever. Yeah. They were just so mm-hmm. long. Like literally in five hours, and I'm like, what? What? How could you do that for that long? Go home, do your homework. You got colleges to apply to. <laughs> Oh, um, Jasmine, I want to know when you saw this for the first time and, and how it has stuck with you or why it stuck with you for now. I mean, 20 years. <laughs> I know. Um, I Okay, so I, truly it was the song that really like made me think Iconic. about it constantly um and it it really was like kind of a what's the word stored in the back of my mind for like a good 15 years um Mm -hmm. until disney announced that they were doing disney plus and i was like oh my god yes all these different movies are coming on and i was like my date with the president's daughter has to be on there like there's no way it can't be on there and it has been over a year it's not there and i don't understand why um but i think what i liked about it so much was that like they just went all across like all over washington dc doing all these crazy things and like she was Mm -hmm. just the president's daughter and i was like man i hope my dad becomes president so i can try to do these things like my dad has never been like like, into politics like that he's not a politician why would he ever be the president um but i just i thought it was so neat that that like she did all that and like she was so like cool and i feel like it was almost empowering for her to like get out of the house and like that dress is also another show-stopping thing about it but that's i mean it just stuck with me forever forever truly 
It's a good one. Can we talk about that a lot of movies can be made by a dress and a song? For example, Rodgers and Hammerstein, Cinderella, the blue dress (laughs) makes the movie. Oh my gosh. Also, I'd like to note that the stepsisters in that movie are so, like, one of them is so much older than the stepmom. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, how does this make any sense? Because I I watched it two days ago and I was like, wait, she looks older than the mom. This doesn't make sense <laughs> for me, but like, I'll let it slide, whatever. Um, also, fair, Bernadette um, Peters is Bernadette kind of Peters. ageless. Billy, we're yeah, she's the same pushing, thing. Yes, <laughs> I was like, she's pushing 80, I think, at this point, and she's just like got her face snatched back. She's still got the red hair. She looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, she's her voice, She was in Mozart in the Jungle for all four seasons. She she was oh, like the... Rep- yeah, she was like the representative for the, the orchestra. She like did like the business side. She was like high up, so she was like, "Of course, we have to get." He's such a great composer. That was a terrible part of that because it's like it's like squeaky <laughs> and low pitch. She's like, oh. <laughs> like, that's you it. Don't even want to try it. Everything. Um, oh my god. There's a, a, a god. There's one. Gosh, when she sees Jason Alexander and she flirts with him at the ball in Cinderella, and she says, mm-hmm. though she pronounces a word so weird. She's. It's like something. Oh, she's like and a, a head full of skin. When she like touches, it's she's oh my god! But also those two, those two stepsisters are so fucking funny. The laugh, I think they made they made the movie for me. Yes. honestly. they're so good because you're also supposed to hate those characters, but you love them in this they're, version. They're so entertaining. Oh, Calliope and Minerva. Calliope, Calli, what is that name? Minerva, that's just like Harry Potter. Oh, she's yeah. she's 15 years younger than Bernadette Peters. Oh my god. Whoa. Wait, I'm, is Calliope yeah. the tall the redhead? Or is Calliope? Ca- yes. Right? yes. Okay. Minerva is is the late great Natalie Vessel Reed, who passed away mm. not too ago, but she's I incredible forgot about that. and hilarious. Ugh. Yes. Wow. What a film. Um, Both of these films. Yeah. My Date with the President's Daughter and Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. It's just like a part of that ABC like era Disney that crossover needs yeah i kind of be all on there so that we can all we should so start a petition we I should mean, get my I, date with the president's daughter on disney plus i really wish i knew the exact amount of like days it's been because it's i like i tweet about it i literally have a hashtag mtw <laughs> my, or mdw tpd um and then i'd be like daughter yeah (laughs) if you're listening get that hashtag trending if you're listening to optimist everybody bring mdwtpd watch Uh, (laughs) we need to just have so many and hashtag (laughs) we need the help everybody help jasmine (laughs) listen up fuckers (laughs) we need it You've got Brink. You've got uh, what's the what's the cheerleading one where I, uh, we knew the oh, choreographer. Oh, gotta kick it up. Gotta kick it up. Cadet Kelly on there. The the millennials lesbian folk tale. Cadet Kelly. Yeah. Oh my God, it totally is. It's oh oh, oh it is it is queerer than the thirteenth year. Hasn't Kristen Carlson or Mono been like yeah, it was kind of gay. Like <laughs> hasn't she? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I'm sure yes. she said that. There's no way it wasn't. She's like, so, she's very self-aware. I love, I love her. I do too. She. This is my weirdest Christy Carlson Romano credit. She's the voice of Yuffie in Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. In the Not in the video she game, does. but in the movie. Oh, yeah, Christy yeah, Carlson like Romano is Yuffie. Like, 
<laughs> a lot of like uh voices like voiceovers for yeah. people like so what's his name the lead in Earthly. in my date with the president's daughter will does everything will freedom so much yeah. voice acting mm-hmm. so i mean an insane well, his voice, voice is so like his voice is so perfect for voice acting yeah, and yeah. so and he I also actually... still has the same voice too like from a kid so it mm-hmm. just works for him like he can literally play any character it's, hmm. it's amazing. oh he's he's star lord in the animated guardians of the galaxy oh that's cute that's great he's Good there that's wow he's got 104 credits and they're just voice oh, acting for days it's that's amazing so that's amazing. good for him like for he him. did he put in his screen time in his childhood childhood in his yes. 20s and 30s in his, in his 20s and his uh, after oh, he's childhood played, yeah, and now he's, he's like, played bumblebee he's played deadpool he's oh, played wow. nightwing star lord some more give him wow. his own show i mean honestly good at this job, point Will. he's probably like just recording from his home and he's like i don't he, need to do he anything. Is on his, he's the lead of the guardians of the galaxy cartoon i mean yeah <laughs> damn that's pretty impressive. i do i also do love that all of these disney uh other than my date with the president's daughter that all of these movies are on disney plus because there's a mm-hmm. few gaps in the movies that i know and one of those i don't know why i either didn't remember it or i never saw cheetah girls and uh, a few, not too long ago, my boyfriend was describing the end of the first Cheetah Girls to me, and I thought he was fucking with me. Like, I thought, he was like, yeah, her, her dog falls down a hole, and so they shut down all of New York City, and it's breaking news for the whole city. So the whole city shuts down to rescue this dog, and then all the other Cheetah Girls show up, and they're all in, like, color-coordinated outfits, even though they weren't speaking to each other. This is their reconciliation. I was like, you're full of shit. He's like, and then they do a dance number in the street, and he pulled it up, and I was like, this is amazing. This is great. That is what happens. That's the end of the movie. I love Cheetah Girls. I need to go rewatch it because it's been a long oh time, but I love it. Cheetah Girls is my favorite. The second one is hands down the best. Let's yeah. be real. He, like, and then he described to me the second one. performance all in itself. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, you have to watch the final dance number at the end of Cheetah Girls 2 uh, where they dance in the Coliseum oh. like it's the Lizzie McGuire movie. In the Coliseum. And it, they do. Oh my God. Yeah. That was a thing, wasn't it? That was like an early 2000s. It's yeah. like, we're going to do a concert at the Coliseum in Rome. <laughs> like, that just isn't allowed. I'm sorry. You can't just do that. But they well, do. They, actually, they, they do. They do do that. I they desperately want to be. Wait, yeah, they put. Really? Yeah, they build stages over over the the pit. So there's like the pit where like the fighting was, and then they have yeah. the stuff below, which is like where they kept animals and things. Mm-hmm. And they even the ancient mm-hmm. Romans could like build a floor, and so they just build a stage, and they will have people. You can go to concerts at the Colosseum. It's fu- I really want to do it one day. Wait, <laughs> I really want to. So cool. That's sick. Yeah. Oh wow! I did not know that. Or like fashion shows. <laughs> they did not tell me know. that when I went. Yeah, when I went to Rome <laughs> in high school, no one told me I could watch. Who told me that? I would have done that. Yeah. Wait. So did Cheetah this might be girl, a dumb question? But did Disney yeah. actually go to Rome and film at the Coliseum, or did they just have this set and reuse it for? It really looks like for for both Lizzie McGuire and Cheetah Girls too. I don't think it's fake. It, it's I too it just compelling. Like, oh wait, you don't think it's fake? No, I think I think it's I think the hardest part was getting them over there. I think the Italian government was like, "Sure, we'll take your money. Please film on the Coliseum." <laughs> Disney, that's big. Yeah, come over. Especially the Lizzie McGuire movie when they have all those like big shots yeah. and then her and a brunette her that's just true. like rocking out. I mean, they definitely have a Trevi Fountain um, in that yeah. movie, so yes. I know for a fact that they did go to Italy. But um, is wait, Cheetah Girls two is in Spain? I thought though. You were so right. They're in front of another so famous thing, and I'm just like European racist. Oh They're my like, God. I mean, be, <laughs> I didn't want to say like. I mean, they remind me of the same place, but like at the yeah. end, the place that they go to is like very similar to the Coliseum, though. So that makes sense that the confusion yeah. and everything. Okay, but it's confirmed that. 
Cheetah or the Lizzie McGuire movie was filmed in Rome on location. Okay. At, yes. I can't find Cheetah Girls, but I'm going to just say. Also, did it just say that Whitney Houston also produced Cheetah Girls? Are you I kidding? wouldn't pass her. That's such a Whitney Houston movie, too. Yeah, to they're in Barcelona. Produce. They're in Barcelona, Barcelona, Cheetah Girls, too. I'm sorry, Spain. Oh, <laughs> they literally instruct go around all of Barcelona in, a, in five minutes. Yes. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> you can't do that. All in one day. <laughs> Whitney Houston produced, okay, Cheetah Girls, Princess Diaries, Cinderella. Man. Oh, my God. She might have one Those of the biggest like, legacies such ever. Good ones. Yeah, she's such ugh. iconic. Incredible. Uh, Whitney, Whitney Houston. Um, so, uh, uh, Jasmine, before I, I want to just transition towards the end of the show, we're getting we're getting close to the end. And I thought, I mean, copyright uh, be damned. Let's just move on to a game called What a Pitch. Yes. It's so good. It's really good. It's also 56 seconds long. <laughs> That's it? Oh it needs to be an hour. It's just a ringtone. <laughs> yeah, oh they wrote God. a jingle. I'm, they I'm wrote a jingle in it. You should. There's a, a, a bridge here that I didn't expect. Yeah, there's that weird bridge. With the president's daughter. Fuck yes. And then the end scene, and the end scene, all the, like, they're, like, literally, like, driving, like, what date are we going to go on next? And all the cars, like, follow them. Like, all the Secret Service cars. They I have Air that. Force right, One up ends. above. Yeah, they're all followed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Wait, did anything like, happen oh to his, were there any consequences with the dad's car? Oh, the, okay, so his dad's car did get stolen in the movie. I guess that's, like, a big part of it. Um, his dad's <laughs> car did get stolen, um, but he found they found it later, but it did get stolen. And I think he was, like, nice. trying to, like, when he did the close-up magic at the motorcycle bar or whatever, he was, like, trying to yeah. help get, or do that so one of them could help them, like, go get the car back. Yeah. Um, Got but it. it was, okay. in, 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 like, his, like, his dad's boss found out, and he's, like, not happy, but then, like, it was resolved later, but that okay. car i figured i was like you, there had to have been something if they made a big deal about him taking it in the first place Ugh. right <laughs> there's like so much that goes on in that movie Ugh. so good <laughs> my date with the president's daughter not on disney plus tweet at disney get it streaming jasmine needs to see this movie again she needs it desperately the world needs to see it again <laughs> oh so wow good. oh boy okay right, billy are so... we playing a game we're playing a game. We're going to play What a Pitch. What a Pitch! This is a show where we, Dagny and I, have to pitch projects to our guest, and they will pick a winner. Um, so basically, Jasmine will uh, think of any form of media. It can be a movie, a TV show, a video game, a magazine, a novel, a concept album, and then a genre, something specific she wants us to pitch her. Um, Dagny, who goes first? I think it's me. I believe you went first last okay. time. And this game makes All right, Jasmine, if... Jasmine, if you're good, I'm going to pop off my headphones and you okay. guys go away and Dagny, time yourself and I, have a good time. Billy, I'll wave at you when Sweet. it's your turn. Okay. Uh, all right. Do you want to give me your thing, Jasmine? Um. Okay. I guess like, okay. Uh, Amanda Vines, movie that will bring her back to being like the top girl, number one. Like it could be, it's like gotta be a classic like rom-com because that's like what she's known for. Yeah. So give me something that's like gonna bring her back. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna start it. I'm thinking something like Trainwreck where she uh, <gasps> is kind of messy because we want it to still be like 
self-aware that she's she's gone through a whole thing in her life but she meets this guy and she kind of like settles down not that she needs a man but like she she starts to fall in love and uh yeah we get to see her kind of get herself together she gets back in her career path and she like it's kind of a biopic but also uh we're finding it's a really sweet story as well i don't know if that was really good but uh that was my 30 seconds she's wild and then the urgency in your voice i get really panicked about this game billy come back i'm gonna wave come back come back back. billy come back sorry i I was laughing i was laughing so hard at your hand gestures that i thought your comeback on hand gesture was just like more of the same like you were so i got i got really hyped about this and my heart started beating really fast this game really it, it stresses me it's fun don't get me wrong but i i'm not as good as it at it as I should be. But I'm excited to see what Billy says. Um, <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Jasmine, if you okay. want to give him the same pitch. Jagmi, um, you're going to time me? Yeah, I can time you. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, so the movie that will bring Amanda Bynes back to number one, and it's got to be like classic, like rom-com. Like that's what she's known for. And go. I My f- my first instinct was to go really dark. She needs a Britney Spears <gasps> New York oh, Times documentary. I'm she sorry. needs... We need to, we need a behind the scenes. This is so sad. Uh, free Britney, free Amanda Bynes. Apparently she's also in a conservatorship. Um, Wait, her really? Parents, I didn't know that. Apparently her parents did that to hurt you. This is it. We're the new Britney's Grand Podcast. We're breaking it live. We're going to be in, that, you and me in New York Times one year from now. Yeah, apparently. So yeah, I want a documentary about what happened to Amanda Bynes. I hope she's doing well. And then as soon as she makes a comeback, put her in the MCU. I almost said that. I almost said make her a superhero. Uh, And then you said rom-com and I was like, okay, we're going to get rid of it. But I really thought about putting her as a superhero because she deserves all the money in the world and to get that. She Uh, does. Or, or, and I know my time is up, or just like one season on either HBO, Netflix, or Hulu, just like a one season revival of the Amanda show Mm. with Drake and Josh. Yeah. Just do like yeah. eight episodes just for fun. Don't take it too seriously and just have them because they're all still funny. Oh, yeah. Um, especially Josh oh, Peck, who I adore. Well, even I don't though know if they would a, let Drake do that. <laughs> I know, I right? He's kind of had some weird shit, right? <laughs> he fleed he flee to like Mexico or something yeah. like that. Oh, wow. So. This got real dark at the end. I had no idea. I'm going to Google this one. Right <laughs> just recast him I with usually... um, Will, what's his face from my day with the president? Will Friedel. Yeah. Will Friedel. Actually, that's great. Will Friedel. Yeah. I think he'd be perfect. Let's be honest. I do have a little bit of a bone to pick with Josh Peck because in high school, everyone said we looked alike. And I was like, I don't look like him. <laughs> you and, do look like him more then, now. Now, then, now you do. And then we both lost weight at around the same time. And I was like, this wow. is not okay. We both got cute. And then <laughs> I saw him in Bloomingdale's and he's taller than me. And I was furious. <laughs> I just, I like saw him from a distance and I was like, are you like 5'11 or 6? Fuck you. How tall and is he? How he's tall a tall man. Josh Peck. Let's see. I'm devastated. He like used to live in Manhattan Beach where I, or no, his uh, father-in-law lives in Manhattan Beach and he was there all the time. I used to live there and I would see him at Target wow. sometimes and I was like, Billy, yeah, I have some bad too. news for you. He's cute. What? He no. is six feet tall. Oh, wow. <laughs> Drake Bell is 5'9", yeah, though, so he's a little bit closer. He's We're shorter close. and I always thought an he was taller than Josh. Huh. The more you know. <laughs> wow. Wow. Crazy. All right, well, Jasmine, oh, before Jasmine, we forget, Jasmine, you have to pick yeah. a winner. Yeah. Oh, oh, I gotta say, Billy's was 
Uh, that was a great route. Dang. I did. I like the MCU. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Oh, I wish I had said um, it. And I definitely want a documentary about her because we just need yeah. to know more. I did not yeah. know she was in a conservatorship. I just found this out like a week ago. More on her. And everyone, I haven't watched the New York Times documentary yet, but I did I follow the the Britney's Graham Free Britney movement. Brit- so yeah, Britney's Graham too. is a podcast uh, where these two comedians. It started where they would just like look at Britney's Instagram and be like, oh my God, look what she posted. Because Britney's Instagram is wild and mm-hmm. I love it. And and then they had an anonymous caller leak them, for some reason, them information about why Britney was uh, uh, put in like a mental rehab place. It was like against her will and her father did it. And that anonymous phone call led to their podcast becoming like investigative journalism with no journalists. They were like, we don't know what we're doing, but we're trying. And then eventually they teamed up with the New York Times and that became the documentary that's out. But like, it's it's awful and uh, hashtag free Britney. Wow. Ta-da. Her, her TikToks, yeah. have you guys seen her TikToks too? Some of them. They're all like, there's definitely some, I think there's definitely some like little like, um, like hidden th- messages she's saying. Yeah. Because yes. there's She no knows what she's that. doing. Like, she, she She knows. Yeah, because she doesn't, like, on, on Instagram, so she's just like, yeah, this is me working out. And my favorite video that's come out the past year, which is when she was like, I haven't worked out in a while because I burned down my gym. I, I had a candle lit, and one thing, my favorite line of all time, one thing led to another, and so, yeah, I burned it down. Um, I love that. But then you, oh like, see the you see the court filings and, like, what she's trying to do, and, like, she gets it. And I hope I hope all yeah. the best mm-hmm. for her. Fingers crossed. Oh, me too. I so, just, um, yeah, okay. I burned it down. I her to be okay. <laughs> So, um, yeah. Does that mean I win? Her did little, I win? Little, I think you did. Yeah. I'm her so little, cruel. Bill, you'll, when you listen back to this, you'll hear mine. Um. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, your hand gestures were getting me through. I was just, well, I was like, this is great. Whatever's happening. I get, I get very antsy about this. And also 30 seconds is so short. And my brain, sometimes yes. I'm like, I need a second to pl- like put it together and then I can pitch it but our rules are just like, go. <laughs> so. Go, just sprint, just run for it. I mean, oh my God. It's okay. Um, so Jasmine, Jasmine Stiff, anything you want to promote? Uh, uh, anything you want people to check out? Um, I guess the only thing I got going for me right now is my uh, charcuterie boards. And more cheese boards, I would call them. Cheese boards. Um, if you want one, follow me on Instagram and DM me, at Jasmine Stiff. <laughs> Are you no making shit? this like right, a company? You should make this like a business. Well, I think I think I might. I yeah. uh, just have to think about the logistics of it. Because right now I'm using my own boards. I only have yeah. so many. Yeah. <laughs> I got to like figure out all that stuff. Definitely local first and then we'll, ex- we'll expand. Yeah. Billy, but you need this to might check be out a thing. I might Instagram. hit you up. Yeah. Cause it, yeah, that's very cool. They're really good. I should like, I'm going to make like a, a highlight on my Instagram story too, so that you yeah. can like see all the ones that I've done. Cause right now there are literally, I think zero on my feed, but, um, I, they, I, <laughs> I gotta say they're pretty good. So <laughs> I just are. need people to like <laughs> want Ooh. them. Cause oh. I, it's just so therapeutic to make them. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I, I made a couple times when we got really burnt out in lockdown, I would tell the boyfriend, I'm like, I'm going to go to Trader Joe's and we're having charcuterie for dinner. Like, I'm oh, just going to, it's just going to, wine and charcuterie, we're doing it. Also, oh, just Jasmine's Instagram stories are great. When you posted, I, I can't even count how many they were about you talking about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I, <laughs> I was, watched the I whole thing. talk about that. Oh, man. You did? Yes, Why? I watched the whole thing. <laughs> Because it was so funny. And then this was after I already asked you to be on the show, but it just reassured me that I was like, oh, she's perfect. I can't wait for her to be a guest. Oh um, my God. Because the passion it's, you have I mean, for that's it. That's a whole 
rubber thing. That's a whole other. We'll bring you back sometime because I I would be fine with you just verbatim <laughs> saying that on the podcast. Um, but basically, she just says that Gene Wilder is better, and I agree. You bought the book to read? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ugh, yes, it's good. Yeah, it's a good book. I have the book. And, oh, it, I just, I love it so much. I can't believe that that's what I watched on my flight back home. And it just was a spiral that I didn't know I would go down. But so I'm absolutely <laughs> obsessed. I think I may be Willy Wonka for Halloween if we're still in quarantine <laughs> in my room. Um, yes. I need to Amazing. find a No matter suit. where we are at that point, I think you need to be Jane Wilder's Willy Wonka. And it's yes. going to be fantastic. Oh, Amazing. All right. Well, I think that's it for today. Anything else you guys want to say before we wrap up? I think we're, I, I feel great, Jasmine. This was lovely. Thank you for coming. This was amazing. Oh, thank you, Jasmine. Thank you for, for this was a I don't know. I talk, I don't know. I talk a lot and I don't make sense a lot of times. A lot of our no, guests say they talk too much. That's what this. we want. Because yeah. Billy and I talk yeah. too much. And whenever our guests Correct. talk, that's a nice change of pace for our audience. So please, <laughs> please. I was also called out by my roommate's mom who listens to every episode. Shout out to Marie. Um, for Hey, Marie. She said, she said, uh, she was talking to uh, Nina and was like, and in, in Dagny's words, it was bananas. Apparently I say that a lot. <laughs> so I was called so out funny. for it. And now I'm hyper aware of it when I say hey. it's bananas. Um, but wow. anyway, that's, this has been the Poptimist. <laughs> um, thank you, Jasmine Stith, for being here today for our guest. And Billy, thank you for my co-host um again just want to reiterate oh, so if welcome. you've been listening um please give us a rating subscribe all of those things we would really really appreciate it also if you have any hot takes you want us to yes say, just a little just a little one sentence sorry i'm talking over i'm so sorry <laughs> okay billy settle i was gonna say just like a little one sentence one well one sentence review will really help us a lot just a little blurb because the yeah. uh, the rating helps but actually typing something um, um pops us up a little more so we can get more earball on this podcast yeah so just say billy's really bad about interrupting dagny it'll it'll help us and uh just <laughs> drive a knife through billy anyway uh, last thing we do have an email if you have any hot takes that you want us to say on the air it's poptimistpod at gmail.com and i'm gonna say goodbye so everybody say goodbye goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> oh like for real like okay goodbye then goodbye <laughs>